This is Tonkabon episode 59. This week we'll be going over Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 16, and we'll also be doing another Jump Plus roundup like we did a few months ago. Uh, my name's Cole Greco, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? Uh, going all right. It's actually snowing outside right now, oh, so man. yeah, I'm really bummed about that. <laughs> and I'm also bummed about having to read some of these trash Jump Plus series. Unfortunately, like <laughs> the majority of them sucked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, one, it is very cold outside. I don't know if it's snowing here, but I took my dog out a little earlier, and I was like, I don't want to go back outside again the entire day. <laughs> but these <laughs> these Jump Plus ones, I think part of the issue with these Jump Plus ones is, I think we talked about last time, the like difference in quality between the good ones and the bad ones is pretty, uh, pretty huge. But also, yeah. we, we didn't recover like a lot of the ones that we did last time. So the ones that have like mm-hmm. been surviving, we just didn't touch, right? Like, it probably would yeah. feel a lot better if we were talking about Dan to Dan and Spy Family and Kaiju Number Eight and you know some of these series along That's with true. these, uh, along with these other ones that just belong in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember the last one being better, but I don't. I don't think we did like the eight latest series we did just like mm-hmm. eight that looked cool that were still running so yeah. that, that definitely influences it because if you look at the like eight or so most recent weekly shonen jump serializations you might have the same yeah <laughs> exactly um all right well let's get into uh the weekly shonen jump table of contents we're gonna burn through this one a little bit faster than we normally do so we have uh, some more time to spend on these jump plus things uh, but so the cover and lead color page goes to Elusive Samurai with color pages to Mashal and then two one-shots, um, both with long untranslated names. So look those up if you're interested. <laughs> uh, the number one spot goes to Akanabanashi, followed by One Piece, Me and Roboco, Jujutsu Kaisen, and then Witch Watch rounds out the top five. At number six is Undead Unluck, followed by Sakamoto Days, Blue Box, Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins, and then Fabricant 100 at number 10. At number 11 is Black Clover, followed by Mission Yozakura Family, Ichigoki's Under Control, Ginka and Galuna, and then our last two are Tokyo Demon Bride Story and Cypher Academy. Um, this uh, table of contents is kind of wild, if we're, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, all these new series running up the rear, but at the same time, still no axe announcements mm-hmm. for any of them. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like all of them are just on their last legs, like, sputtering on the pages. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're... When are we gonna get the axe? When are when are we gonna get a new serialization? Yeah, I have it's no idea. Crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy too. So Fabricant One Hundred is right behind Ichinose Families and above Black Clover and Mission Yozakura Family. So is it Evil. is Fabricant One Hundred safe? <laughs> I you you hate to see it. Truly, this is just I mean just absolute absolute comedy here. Uh, yeah, but yeah, if Cypher Academy is the next <sighs> to go, which I, I don't think it will be because it hasn't no. even reached the 19th chapter yet. I think they're just like, it's its turn to be last, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be pissed because, yeah. I mean, I like Tokyo Demon Pride Story, but you got to put that one out, out of its misery. Absolutely. Kinkin, Gluna, same mm-hmm. there. Man, and even... <laughs> there, there are a lot of things that need to go first. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. This is just... Yeah, Cypher Academy in last place is just horrible apparently it got uh it and ichinose's both got reprints for their volume one so i mean it's sales oh, that's interesting yeah it's sales might not be like good because they made it if you know if you order five copies it's like well okay well you know what 
what good is a reprint? Yeah. But, like, that at least means it outperformed their expectations, and then they drop it here at last place for us. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely, I mean, I don't think that's the case for any of these, like, smaller series, like Tokyo, Demon Bride Story, and Ginkgo oh, Bluda. Yeah, I might terribly. be wrong, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so maybe, maybe Cypher Academy, maybe makes it to around like 30 chapters or so mm-hmm. that's that's my hope yeah. but you know we'll see yeah i think it's we're... been hard to predict what happens mm-hmm. yeah yeah we keep like expecting the giant axe wave and then we uh we don't get it week after week it's been what like three or four weeks now since uh pvp pvp got axed and we've still just been rocking here with ginkgo and gluna and tokyo demon broad story my question is, are they, like, unwilling to axe these series, or are they still just, like, trying to figure out who will replace these series? Are they just running out of, like, mm-hmm. talent? Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's mean, the case. I mean, Tokyo Demon Broad Story, this will be chapter 27 for it, and Ginkan Gluna, this will be chapter 26. Like, that's that's a pretty long run for an, an axed series. Yeah, I'm going to be real. As a Tokyo Demon Broad Story fan... It actually outperformed my expectations. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 27 chapters is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be the next Naruto at this point, like, yeah, the just, way mm-hmm. series have just been ending prematurely. Yep, yep. It's just going to perpetually avoid the axe, and we'll be there, like, you know, chapter 780, like, oh, Tokyo Demon Broadsword should be getting axed any day now. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's the next Gintama then, just like mm-hmm. coasting by barely surviving, barely surviving for like 700 chapters. Yep, exactly. Um, but so our lead cover page and cover is Elusive Samurai. I don't really have any notes on the actual like content of its chapter, but uh, it did get an yeah. anime announcement by Cloverworks, which is pretty cool. They're the studio that's done uh, Promised Neverland, Spy Family, Bochi the Rock, My Dress Up Darling, Fairy Tale. So some pretty... Some pretty big anime that people yeah, like, so well. yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for that because this is one that I think would definitely be really cool, like anime. There's lots yeah. of lots of good character designs, lots of cool like colors and stuff. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, the other color page is Mashal. Uh, Mashal, I thought that this past Mashal chapter was actually pretty, uh, pretty decent. I um, yeah, we. I guess we're going to see the demise of this, uh, like, the other, like, kind of Harry Potter knockoff looking guy. <laughs> That's what it seems like, at least. <laughs> this was a good chapter art-wise, too. The mm-hmm. monsters looked pretty cool. And I feel like there was a lot of depth in, like, the backdrops and, like, a lot of people in crowds. It definitely made the series feel as, like, massive as it kind of is trying to be. Mm-hmm. And similarly, Mashal... I mean, it's anime has already like been announced. It's dropping next month, but we did get like a full proper trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be real; it looks pretty good, actually. Oh, nice! Yeah, I watched it's like being... the first five or six seconds of it, and then got like distracted by something and never came back. Yeah. But yeah, I did. I did see a little bit of it. It kind of has that same effect that Spy Family has in like translation from manga to anime where they really, like, flesh out the backdrops and make the school Mm. and, like, setting look, like, big. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're big crowds, big monsters. Like, they really... That's what I wanted from this anime was them to just, like, flesh out the setting more because I think that's kind of the weakest part of Mashal. Yeah. yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's being done by, like, a pretty big studio, too, uh, A1 Pictures, 
Okay. They've done. They did Kaguya-sama. They did Sao, which I mean that series mm-hmm. sucks, but it looked good <laughs> when yeah. it first came out. So I'll give it that. And uh, they did Blue Exorcist, Seven Deadly Sins, and a bunch of other like yeah, pretty like big, big series. Stuff. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. Seeing more of like the school and stuff would be cool because <clears throat> we got like a a little bit of that early on in Mashal, and it just felt like you sort of forgot that you were in a school for a lot of it. So. Yeah, I think maybe seeing it in color with like, you know, obviously they have to draw the backgrounds <laughs> in it for the anime. So, yeah. yeah, I think that should be pretty helpful. For sure. Um, the one spot is Akanabanashi. I don't really have any Akanabanashi notes unless you do, Jane. <laughs> okay. It was uh, an Akanabanashi chapter. Yep. Same for One Piece. Same for me and Roboco. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen, another a pretty pretty fun chapter from Jujutsu Kaisen. It's been, you know, it's been doing pretty well these past few weeks. I've liked uh, the sort of uh, Megami Sukuna uh, arc that we're in now. Yeah, Gege uh, must have been listening to our constant criticism of this <laughs> current arc and just mm-hmm. kind of like peeled off and now she's doing her own thing again yep um i love the drawings of gato's like i I forget if they have like a name but like basically his version of nin beast in hunter hunter just Mm -hmm. these like monstrosities that he yeah it's a lot of just like nasty looking artwork i always love that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and i kind of like megami's uh character now like possessed by Sukuna, just going back and one-shotting all of these characters <laughs> we've like spent the past hundred chapters watching, like the dude yep. with the hair cannon, mm-hmm. just getting absolutely demolished. Yep, yep. And then who's this? Uh, once again, though, it couldn't be a Jujutsu Kaisen chapter without a character that's supposed to be like a big deal that we don't know. Who's this girl <laughs> here on the last page? Don't know who this is supposed to be, but I imagine the... I I imagine yeah. the JJK subreddit is going wild with like, oh my gosh, we finally get to see so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, who are any of these people? Yeah, is this supposed to be, this might be a stretch. Is this supposed to be like Yuji's mom? She's got like the kind of same crazy hair as like, uh, what's his mm. name, Choso and like those, like Yuji's brothers. Is it supposed to be something like Maybe. that? She's got like a similar Maybe. look, I feel like. Yeah, I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go, yeah, I'd have to go digging in the, in the wiki a little bit more or maybe reread the chapter. It probably, you know, tells us who it is. But, uh, yeah, I got to that page. I was like, I don't know who this, uh, giant reveal here is. <laughs> um, let me see. I think it might be Eurozu. It's Eurozu. So let me, let me see who that actually is. Uh, yeah, I have no clue who Eurozu is. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm gonna have to read an article to figure that out, and <laughs> I, I don't it. really feel like it. No, yeah, we'll just uh, yeah, we'll 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 come back next week. I'm sure we'll we'll see her again. <laughs> um, at number five, Witch Watch. I don't have any Witch Watch notes. Uh, last week we got well, I guess we got the um a chapter of what is it, Euron Mirage, and I thought this one was just yeah. kind of okay. Like the Euron Mirage chapter was actually it is not a manga that I would read. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things where I think it's like supposed to be bad. Like they're, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's an ironic chapter, but at the same time, I feel like every um, sket dance chapter that Shinohara did that was kind of similar to this mm-hmm. tended to not be as funny as he thought it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this one was definitely in the same tier as the uh, yeah, some like a sket dance in outer space ones <laughs> and stuff like that. 
<laughs> yeah if anything it's just a chance for him to like flex his artistic muscles because it, it does look really good mm-hmm. yep um number six undead unluck no notes for that it's still in this same ugly disgusting looking arc uh <laughs> number seven sakamoto days really low for sakamoto days here i wonder if yeah. uh you know it, i guess there's nothing that it's below that's like other than undead unlock that's like super crazy for it to be below right like it's been below all yeah. of these series at various times so i think it's just you know there's been some shuffling around the table of contents this week and it's like well sakamoto days you're kind of the odd man out here yeah we um, actually did get a uh, character popularity poll this time around though and the results are kind of surprising the results were crazy yeah sakamoto in fifth yeah that 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 shocked me because how often do you get the character even below like the main character even below second place in yeah. naruto like usually sasuke would be like first but mm-hmm. naruto if I remember correctly, he'd still usually be pretty high up. Yeah, or like in My Hero, Bakugo, I think, wins all the character polls, but Deku is still like second or third or something like that. Like it might go, yeah. you know, Bakugo, Toga, and then Deku or something like that. But yeah, fifth <laughs> place is so low. And he's behind like, I mean, he's behind Shin, and Shin is cool. I would put Shin above him. Yeah. Nagumo, I even like Nagumo more. But like Osaragi and Shishiba, I don't. Are people really like Shishiba really? Yeah. (laughs) One thing I did notice in this illustration that I'd never noticed before is that um, Nagamo has a neck tattoo of like the golden ratio. Yes, which is kind of cool. That's (laughs) I like that detail. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's really ever been drawn in the series, or I just like never noticed it. So I think yeah, that's cool. Okay, I, I didn't notice his neck tattoo, but he's in this you know this current arc that they're in, and he has like a some sort of weird like flower sun tattoo thing on his arm that looks like it Mm. looks like a screen tone like it looks printed on his arm in the manga so i did notice that this one this guy's got some some interesting tattoos here (laughs) yeah and it is cool to like once again i feel like i say this all the time but see the character's hair colors because it's so easy to forget like Mm -hmm. what they're actually supposed to look like yeah and akira akao has a pretty neat like dye job yeah she's got like teal hair that transitions into like pink or something like that that's pretty cool yeah it's like a it's a gradient Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) her hairstylist is just going ham (laughs) yeah for real um yeah one thing i want to say too uh heisuke heisuke 10th place that's super low that guy is he's one of the the goats in this series I agree. If I had to do like a ranked voting, he would definitely be in my top five. Mm-hmm. He's always fun to watch. Yep. Um, but the chapter itself, it was just kind of more of the same that we got last week, I feel like. Like, you know, big fights. Um, the panels at the end of Sakamoto sort of uh, twirling around this villain, uh, like caught up in, I guess, like this banner, like ticker yeah. tape kind of thing is super sick, though. Yeah, I, I agree. It, there's always something fun to like make reading it worth it, even if it's just like a pretty pedestrian chapter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, Blue Box. I'll be honest, I read Blue Box. I feel like so long ago that I don't really recall what we even did this this chapter. Uh, 
we do get some cool yeah okay we get some cool panels of taiki walking with like a cane which are pretty great yeah that was <laughs> basically like those uh suicide runs that they did mm-hmm. just like completely destroyed his legs <laughs> and even though he won the contest he gave his ticket to that newer character mm-hmm. so this is just another one of those chapters where Taiki is just kind of like sulking about something and then Shinatsu shows up at the end and then there's like a close up of both of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. said, the color page is just excellent. Like photorealistic artwork here. This oh, is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is great. And once again, like getting to see the character's hair colors, I had no idea that the manager girl is supposed to have purple hair same yeah it's actually sometimes difficult like sometimes i'll look at these color pages and be like who is that because (laughs) the color actually throws me off Mm -hmm. yeah or like haru has like red hair which is pretty (laughs) wild like a bunch of characters with like gray hair it seems like i like these little crayon or like pencil drawings that are superimposed over top of this ultra realistic artwork mm-hmm, like the basketball and like the, some, yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's cool but yeah another all right chapter some some fun panels though love these ones of taiki like struggling to walk with this this walking stick he has yeah they're <laughs> <Which are> hilarious <laughs> Um, number nine, Ichinose family's deadly sins. I feel like we actually got some like real plot progression here for for Ichinose family. Yeah, that we the grandpa kind of reveals everything mm-hmm. that's been going on. They've yep. been in this sort of Groundhog Day esque time loop at least two thousand times, and yep. somehow he's aware of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited to see where we get uh, next chapter. And I will say this chapter was kind of much needed. I've liked Ichinose families, but you know i was starting to get a little tired of like the constant chapters of like them starting to figure it out so i'm glad we just got like the big kind of info dump chapter yeah i feel like the editor had to step in here Mm -hmm. yep um at number 10 fabricant 100 uh, i have no notes on fabricant 100 it's uh, not good garbage uh number 11 black clover uh, Black Clover and Mission Yozakura Family both I don't have any notes on. Both chapters were pretty run-of-the-mill yeah. for, for each of them. Uh, did actually kind of like the Mission Yozakura Family color page, though. Um, it's not like the greatest color page ever, but it is significantly better than most of the ones that we get for Yozofam. Yeah, let me let me take a look. I, I feel like I forgot what this one looks like. Oh, that's, like that's pretty sick, actually. Yeah, it's it's... The like super green uh like tones to it is kinda kinda weird and a little bit unsettling, but it uh you know, I think it's still kinda cool. They're like hiking through the, the jungle carrying like groceries and stuff. I think it's yeah, yeah, it's kinda cool. Well, I feel like a lot of the other color pages that they've done have had this just like super flat, textureless style mm-hmm. to them. And this one it actually looks a lot like the blue box color page because it's got this sort of like really tangible like pastel texture to it mm-hmm. the uh the coloring on it actually reminds me a lot of like bochi the rock that like the anime that's oh, the vibe yeah. i get from it because yeah. it's got like because i feel like bochi the rock has this where it's like a lot of black plus like green or pink or like these kind of bright colors with it too so that's what that's uh just the feeling i get from looking at this uh yozo fan one which isn't a bad yeah, thing so the, you know good yeah. color page for them yeah, this this kind of like mini arc in Yozafam has been the most entertaining it's been in a while, which still isn't mm-hmm. like a ton, but 
Yep. It, it, it kind of takes me back <clears throat> to some of the earliest Yoza fam chapters. Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool. Like we're learning more about the family instead of just kind of like seeing them do stuff. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is nice. And we see Tayo's mom and dad, and I like forget that he's not actually like a Yozakura that he's married in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I am excited to kind of see next week what all their like training stuff is because Kyoichiro sounds particularly uh, upset about his, and everyone else has like worried looks on their faces. So I wonder if we're going to get like, I feel like a training arc would be kind of fun because that would be, you know, like you were saying, closer to what we got in the beginning of the series where. Every chapter was sort of a training arc for uh, yeah. Tayo. So, you know, I'd be interested to see that from these other characters. Yeah, I really miss seeing Tayo, like, having to eat breakfast while dodging lasers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. That, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 13, Ichigoki's under control. I don't really have any notes for it, except that they sort of, uh, they even mentioned, like, in this chapter, like, how much time they had kind of skipped or whatever, or no, that there was the big yeah. reveal. <laughs> so, I feel like Ichigoki's can't be, can't be long for this world. And this chapter was pretty funny again. I'm not really going to go into it too much, because mm-hmm. it's just another Ichigoki's chapter, but, like, I laughed. It yeah. Was, it was pretty good. Yeah, it did, it did its job. It, it was an Ichigoki chapter. <laughs> um, yep. Number 14, Ginka and Gluna. Do you have any Ginka and Gluna or Tokyo Doom broad story notes? Um, no, they're, they've both pretty much descended into garbage, including yep. Tokyo Demon Bride story, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. These series need to be put out of misery. I mean, the, man, at this rate, they might hit 30 chapters, which would be just. Yeah. It's, Tokyo Doom Bride story cannot get to 30 chapters. That would be just truly terrible. It's starting to remind me of Doron Doron, mm-hmm. where the series is just sort of like, it's afraid to make any big moves at this point, because it's like, you can't really set up an arc with your future this uncertain, mm-hmm. but they're not letting you end it either, yep. so you're just kind of like standing at the edge of the cliff, waiting mm-hmm. to jump off. Yeah, yeah, you're right uh, in comparing it to Doron Doron, because it's sort of getting to the point where like, the longer it goes the more I just kind of hate Tokyo Doom and Bride Story. Whereas yes. if it had ended like 10 chapters ago or something, or I guess 10 would have been a lot, but you know, whatever. At chapter 20, I'd have been like, oh man, you know, Tokyo Doom and Bride Story, that was one that I really liked, thought was cool, but just it didn't didn't pan out. Now at this point, I'm like, yeah. man, Tokyo Doom and Bride Story, that series sucked. <laughs> <laughs> when I really like, you know, I really enjoyed half of the series. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's... I just want it to end yep. because now, like you, I'm starting to resent its long run. I just want to—I mm-hmm. want to see some new blood. I mean, I think the readers in general would like to see something new. Exactly. Everyone likes a new serialization, even if it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because we still haven't got a new series from uh, after High School Fan and PPPPPP. So we got we got axes, yeah. and that usually is like okay, you know, whatever. The series I like got X, but maybe we'll roll the dice and we'll get we'll get something cool. Well, we haven't even got that, so we still just we get series. <laughs> yeah, you know, we get a series that I really like to get axed, and then we still have to just sit here and watch these other series languish. And there's nothing else to be like, <laughs> oh, well, you know, this series has a, a cool like first or second chapter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, editors. Um, and then number sixteen, last place, Cipher Academy. Uh, like we said, it got it got reprints, so hoping that there's a chance for it but uh i i think there's probably probably mm. not a chance for it i think it's i think it's gone 
Definitely. <laughs> um, so that does it for a weekly Shonen Jump this week, unless you have any other uh, notes on it, Jude. Um, next week we have a, a color page for or a cover page from Black Clover. Um, I think that's celebrating its like eighth anniversary. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and then color pages to me and Roboco, Undead Unluck, and then there's a one shot that I believe this one shot, Kage no Zainshi. It's being done by I don't know the the artist's name or even what this one shot is or what the other one shot is, but this artist did another like really huge, like really popular one shot that anytime there's new like serialization rounds, everyone's like, Oh, I hope it's the I hope it's this series. So <laughs> it seems like if we are getting a new series soon, this person's probably not getting one because I don't think they really do that where they, you know, give a one shot and then a handful of weeks later they just start up a new yeah. series. But <laughs> at the very least, you know, maybe the people that were really hyped about that one can get hyped about this one too and they're at least getting, you know, some some work in, in Jump. So, good, good for them. Yeah. And, and in semi-related news, I saw uh, sort of like from one of those Shonen leak accounts on Twitter mm-hmm. that Kodansha is planning on launching their own sort of like competitor to the Weekly Shonen Jump app called K-Manga. Either n- I saw some people saying it's going to come out like as soon as next month or Sheesh. people saying that it's going to come out in May. But it'll be interesting to see how that works because there's supposed to be like 400 series and 70 new series in it. Man, I'd that'll be, that'll be nuts. Yeah, I'd be down because I think Kodansha has they have like Ace of Diamond, which I'd like to read. Uh, Attack on Titan, which I mean I've read, but you know that one's a, yeah. a good series. Uh, they've got what else are they? What are their big ones right now? Is it like uh, do they have Tokyo Revengers? I think I um, think so. They yeah. have some of the smaller like indie series too that I'm into, like. I think Nishijo and City are done through Kodansha, which oh, okay. would be sick. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be down to, to check that out. I'd have a whole nother uh, table of contents I'd have to get uh, get caught up with. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be keeping an eye out for any news on K manga mm-hmm. and possibly yeah. do a couple roundups for that. Yeah. I mean if it's gonna be a similar price to Weekly Shonen Jump or even like yeah, I mean, five, six bucks, I would pay that for you know whatever k manga is gonna be for sure i mean it's about like that that would be a little bit less than the price of netflix and mm-hmm. i'd probably get more use out of it oh, i'd definitely absolutely. get more use out of it yeah as long as it's not like how um there was those other ones called like azuki there's mangamo and there's some other one inker or something like that maybe mm-hmm. that they have some kodansha titles but they don't have all of them so it'd be like they have attack on titan chapters like 80 to 150 or they have ace of diamond chapters like one through 230 but they don't have like the whole series and those are like 10 bucks a month which is pretty just atrocious that's crazy yeah i feel like since this is sort of being launched as like its own version of weekly shonen jump that surely they'll have it yeah that they'll have like the whole catalog of it Mm-hmm. My fear and what other people have kind of like worried about is that it'll have some sort of like point system where you could you have to like sort of like webtoons like, kind of yeah mm-hmm. which that would that, that would, would be, suck yeah, but that would be trash yeah we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. um and yeah and the only other sort of news thing that I saw was that uh the, another one of those kind of study jump series got like some promo art uh and this one is being done the the art is for is being done by the person who did red hood it's got a story by a different person which Mm. you know 
could be could be good news because I mean the Red Hood art was was pretty cool, but yeah, the story uh, yeah very quickly went off the rails. So you know maybe if they have someone that's just dedicated to to really work on the story for them, that could be a, a fun one. Yeah, I hopefully we get translations of the study jump mm-hmm. chapters. I I kind of doubt we will. Yeah. But- would be cool. Mm-hmm. I'd read it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would check those out. Um, all right. Well, that does it for Weekly Shonen Jump. Jude, let's hop into some of these, uh, into these Jump Plus ones and see see what see what we got. <laughs> all right. Um, um. So first, we're starting off with uh, Naruto Sasuke's story, the Uchiha and the Heavenly Stardust, an absolutely mm-hmm. mouthful, like just gigantic title here. <laughs> And um, I'm somebody that's like, I've read or watched Naruto up until like the end of just like the first portion of the series and read a little bit of Shippuden. Okay. And so I was like, uh, just like, you know, following it casually, I'm like somewhat familiar with all of the characters, obviously. I mean, it's mostly just like Sasuke, so everybody knows who that is, Mm -hmm. but near the end of this chapter i'm like what is going on because there's there's dinosaurs in naruto now (laughs) see so i did not read this one um i I meant to get around to it and just didn't but that's actually (laughs) hilarious because so i think i think this might have already been animated in boruto because i was actually just talking to my coworker the other day and he was like yeah apparently that the because boruto has like it's like 90 percent filler the anime is um, yeah. I was just talking to him. He said, yeah, apparently people say that the best uh, Boruto arc is the one with Sasuke and the dinosaurs. And I was like, man, I have no recollection of Sasuke and the dinosaurs in the manga. So I was like, that must be anime only. So I guess this is the manga adaptation of that, maybe? That's hilarious. Yeah. So what – so like I read the first chapter of this. What happens is that like Sasuke's chilling in this town. He gets like – sort of he crosses paths with this group of bandits and finds out that this girl's like dad is being like arrested he's like in this uh he's in this prison called like tatar Mm -hmm. and those bandits get sent there so he sort of like blends in to rescue this girl's dad by like getting arrested with the bandits yeah so now he's like trying to break people out of prison and find this guy for some reason, there are, like, dinosaurs outside of the prison. Like, this guy escapes, and he just gets his, like, heart ripped out by a raptor. <laughs> this It feels like it's being inspired by Jurassic Park or something. Mm-hmm. That's but crazy. I might I might have to read more of this, only mm-hmm. because... I mean, are there, are there dinosaurs elsewhere in Boruto? Because I, I don't think there ever were in Naruto. If they are, it's not like a... A big thing like i do not recall if there are <laughs> yeah i have no clue what's going on here the art's all right i mean see i was just about to I say i'm flipping this... through it right now i i'm not feeling the art on this it's so white there's no shading at all that's kind of what i'm it's like it feels like it's trying to be kishimoto with that like mm-hmm. minimalist art style yep. but yeah it they just need to put a fork in Naruto at this point if Kishimoto is not going to do it. Well, to like, me, all the way. Yeah, to me, it looks like did Kishimoto do the Samurai Eight art also, or did he just do the story? Let me see. I think he may have done the art for that. Uh, let's see. 
He wrote it. Mm, he and wrote it. Did not. Yeah, yeah, he his, did not. Yeah, his yeah his like main assistant did the art. Yeah. See, this is the issue I have with with Samurai Eight and some of Baruto is, and later later Naruto does this where they just don't do any shading at all, and it's not like a a Toriyama thing where like they can kind of get by with it. This like this feels super illegible to me. Like all the all of the um pages are just like really bright. Yeah, and another thing too, this is more of just like a judgment than a, a fact, but the art for that I've seen for Boruto and the art for this mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of like during the mid 2000s when a lot of American like animators or uh, cartoon artists were trying to make sort of like their own Americanized version of anime because <laughs> mm-hmm. some of these characters look like they're out of like Avatar or the Boondocks yep. more so than Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I would. Yeah, I need to. I need to check this. Check this one out because I, you know, I like the Naruto universe. It's just that Boruto, uh, Boruto sucks. It's horrible. So yeah, if I can get some, you know, non Boruto Naruto, might be a uh, might be worth it. Um, similarly, yeah, yeah. Oh, go on. Oh no, I was just I was agree with you. It, okay. It's it's weird. It's very weird. Um, I was just say similarly, uh, our next series Naruto Konoha story, the Steam Ninja Scrolls, the manga. Okay, so now that I'm reading this, it has this has uh, three subtitles, I guess. We have Konoha Story, The Steam Ninja Scrolls, and then another subtitle here, The Manga. So, okay, oh this God. is another similar one that I, I think what these were is these were either maybe light novels or they were like in the Boruto anime and now we're getting the manga for them, I think is what happened here. Um, yeah. But chapter one of this I actually thought was pretty good. I was very confused by who this main character is at first. I thought it was Konohamaru. Um, it's not, it's not even a, a, a male character. This is a, a girl. So I was very <laughs> off on that, but this one's cool. And I think this has like that suit, that kind of unshaded, you know, kind of like new age Naruto thing we have, but it actually is pretty legible. And I think looks good. I thought the art in this one was like, there's at least some better. shading. Mm-hmm. Like the trees are cross hatched. Yeah. At least there's that. Mm-hmm. And the ground is like filled in. Yep. But yeah, I thought this chapter was kind of cool. It wasn't anything like super crazy, but it's just, it's a story about, um, I can't remember the guy's name, Asuma, and I don't know his wife's name, but it's his kid um, becoming a, you know, becoming a ninja. And I guess they're going to go, at the end, we get Kakashi, who I think at this point is no longer the Hokage. He's going to go out with Mike, or Mike Guy. Um, who's in a wheelchair after the the final war they're gonna sort of go out on you know to the land of steam i guess on their little adventure so yeah this is one that i'll definitely kind of pick up and read through um it's still like ongoing i think it only has like 10 chapters right now but i thought this one was pretty good yeah and at least there's multiple characters that i'm interested in seeing whereas Mm -hmm. the other one is just sasuke exactly yeah this one has kakashi mike guy uh you know, um, Shikamaru's in here doing stuff. Like, yeah, this one, I thought this one was pretty good. Yeah, and also a lot of cats, too, which is a plus yes. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the next series is Jiangshi X. Um, this is one that it started uh, not that that long ago. I think it's on Chapter 10, maybe, so something like that. 
Um, yeah, yeah, this one's in Weekly Shonen Jump app too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one I thought was pretty cool. the uh, The first chapter is uh, just outrageously long. It's ninety pages. There's no <laughs> no need at all for that. But uh, I thought it was pretty fun. I didn't think it was like anything super original, but it was pretty well executed. Um, my one my big note on this is that like eight year old me would have loved seeing this on Toonami. Uh, like oh, yeah. I, I would have been totally locked in, and I think you know there it gets points points for that. Um, it's like a, I mean, it's a pretty generic demon slayer Yu Yu Hakusho battle shonen kind of thing going on. Like the, you know, they the first chapter is like them sort of taking their test. It's all the exposition, but I I never was like bored during it. Um. You know, just good stuff. It's very, like, uh, seems like Chinese-inspired, which is kind of neat. Um, yeah, just uh, if you like, you know, <laughs> if you like Naruto or Black Clover or My Hero Academia, uh, check this one out. I think it's it's basically all of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at it, like, briefly, and my first thought was just like, oh, this is, like, Chinese Naruto. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... I do like the just like on a cursory glance. I do really like the character designs. They're for a series like this in 2023 actually pretty distinct. I mm-hmm. like this little dude with like the glasses and rosy cheeks. Yep. Um, you know, the the, the main trio seems pretty like like I don't know anything about them, but I kind of like them just off like mm-hmm. off vibes alone. Yeah, they're all right. There's some some corniness in it where like the main character is like the son of like the kind of the, the king of the land or whatever. Well, he's the adopted son, I guess. So like the other two yeah. sort of or like one of the other two kind of resent him for it. They're like, oh, he's only strong because of this, and then it's revealed like, oh, it's not, I'm not actually getting trained by him, and I'm not actually his son. So they're like, oh, you know, well, we're sorry that we. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> thought of you that way. And then, like, one of them's kind of the hothead guy. He gets, like, bit by this demon thing that they're supposed to fight for their exam. Um, and he's like, well, I'm going to chop my arm off then. Uh, and then it's, like, revealed that it was just, like, someone in disguise. <laughs> like, it's a lot of, like, really tropey, real... Co- like, you have every page mm. of this manga you've already read before somewhere else. But, yeah. you know, it's... It's cool. It's fine. You know, it's a uh, you. You want to read some? You want to read more kind of six out of ten level Naruto stuff? Check out GXX. <laughs> it's it's right there for you. <laughs> um. Next up, Yumiochi. Uh, you were the first one to read Yumiochi. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you start off with that one. I did. I did get around to reading this one too, though. <laughs> okay. So this one is. This is like one of the only rom-com series of this bunch mm-hmm. and man this one is out of pocket in many <laughs> many ways. So the story opens with this like 20-year-old guy who is just like in typical etchy fashion like a loser who has no hobbies or free time. Mm-hmm. He works at a bookstore um and he's like his coworker i guess like hits on him and tries to like ask him out and he's too oblivious or like he he has no riz at all can't <laughs> can't close the deal on their their like mutual flirtation mm-hmm. so he's alone as usual 
he finds this uh, box of manga that the bookstore was going to throw away. And there's this one called like dreaming of falling in love with you. <laughs> and he takes it home to read and puts it under his pillow, like in like tooth fairy fashion. Mm-hmm. And he like dreams that he's sort of like, he's not in the world of the manga, but for some reason it transports him back to high school. And through these like dreams that he's in, he's able to relive moments of his high school life and try to like get with the girls that he was too oblivious to know were into him back then. Um, just just vile <laughs> subject matter here. And <laughs> um, the, the the big twist is that there's like another girl in the series that also has the same manga and is doing like the same thing to enter this dream world. And yeah, this one this one is absolutely nuts and the comments are as bad as you would expect them to be mm-hmm. on the app. Yep. Yeah, I did I did this read this one because you texted me like this is about as wild as Ayakashi Triangle. And I was like, well, with a you know, with a lead in like that, I've got to check it out and yeah, man, this is this is insanity. <laughs> one, <laughs> this uh the dreaming of falling in love with you manga that they read that would be an our manga uh, favorite they'd be all about that one exactly <laughs> and i feel like they should be all about this one this is this is right up there there's just so much just outrageous fan i mean this is an etchy series through and through but yeah man it's awful <laughs> Yeah, this is like one where like obviously I'm surprised that um Ayakashi Triangle is in Shonen Jump even if it's Jump Plus, but this mm-hmm. one is the same way. Like, yep. There's no story here. No, not <laughs> this at all. Is, yeah. This this is just for the degenerates. Yep. Mm-hmm. And wow, it's yeah, this I can't say it sucks because the art is well done uh-huh. and it obviously is is doing what it's supposed to do, but yeah, this <laughs> it sucks. Yep. Um, next up, Tokyo Underworld. Oh my god! Speaking <laughs> of just garbage, <laughs> this was the worst of the chapters that we read. Like easily. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. So I did not finish Tokyo Underworld. Tokyo Underworld was one that yeah, I, I guess I assigned to you. Um, but I was going back to try to like catch up with some of the other ones. I was like, all right, I'll check out Tokyo Underworld. I was like, that's a terrible name. I'm sure it's going to be bad, but let's let's check it out. And man, I got 10 pages and was like, I just, I can't do it. I was like, I, I hope Jude read through it to get the, to get the summary because I can't, <laughs> cannot be asked. This was, it might be the worst manga I've ever tried to read. <laughs> absolutely yeah, horrible. It, it doesn't get any better from page 10. Like... It's just super edgy to the point of just like being nauseatingly edgy mm-hmm. and it doesn't really have any like writing or artistic chops to back it up and every 10 pages or so they just introduce another cliche that you've seen a million times before mm-hmm. like on this first page it's like oh it's it's twin brothers who have oh. this mysterious connection they share the same soul and the artwork on the first page is just like awful like 2011 tumblr fan art deviant art style like colors and shading just truly abominable soup worst opening color secondary and tertiary colors Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yeah. So this one, like, basically the concept is that there are these, like, two brothers that get bullied at school. One of them is kind of like a nerd. The other one is, like, actually cool and fights back. But because his brother's always getting beat up all the time and they share the same soul, he gets beat up too. So if somebody, like, punches him in the eye, they both get a black eye, which, yeah, that's just, it's stupid. Mm -hmm. It's called, like, twin synchronicity. (laughs) And, like, anytime they're, like, twins that are the main focus of the series, you already know there's not going to be anything original about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so the concept of the Tokyo Underworld is this, like, needlessly complicated, like, supernatural concept where if you drive someone to death, like, if you make somebody kill themselves, which is, like, why is it so specific? Yeah. <laughs> if you, like, make somebody kill themselves, then you get sent to the Tokyo Underworld, which I guess is supposed to be, like... I don't remember what the names of them were, but, like, remember in Persona 5 how they, like, went underneath the mm-hmm. city and, they like, drove the bus around. Yeah, like the mementos the or whatever. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is basically just, like, the mementos, except you can't, like, leave. You just get, as soon as you make somebody commit suicide, you just get sent there. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is, like, an epidemic of people <laughs> driving other people to suicide in this world. So, like, these bullies that I mentioned before are also bullying their teacher, and it's just like beyond like you know throwing spitballs and stuff Mm -hmm. uh the first thing we see is these kids like dangling him off the roof of the building (laughs) and the the teacher's like one of these like pathetic like you know like overweight like Mm -hmm. you know timid characters that you always see getting like made fun of in anime series like really gross looking design Mm -hmm. and just like yeah, it's that thing where they just, like, really want you to feel bad for this guy. And th- so they go to Tokyo Tower for a school field trip. And these students, once again, like, dangle him off the top of what is basically <laughs> like the Eiffel Tower. And then he, like, pees himself. And then all the students are making fun of him and, like, taking pictures of him. This is like, damn, I've never seen this type. Like, I- I've seen, like, teachers getting, like... You know, I've seen, like, people, like, bullying the substitute teacher or, mm-hmm. like, you know, fighting the teacher before. These people are just, like, torturing this man. Yeah, this is wild. And in the final scene, the teacher is, like, driving them home uh, from the field trip. They're all on the bus. And he drinks a thermos full of pesticide <laughs> and dies in this just horrible way where there's, like, blood shooting out of all of his orifices Mm -hmm. and then the bus drives off the side of a bridge and they all die Mm -hmm. and now they're in the tokyo underworld it's it's so bad yeah this one is just absolutely heinous the art is just horrible and this too i looked into a little bit more i was like like i was kind of feeling bad how much i hated it i was like man like you know there's some just like 22 year old mangaka just like trying their best they had their death game idea and they're just you know it's just not quite landing wrong this is a vet this person has had two other series like in weekly shonen jump and jump plus they had one that went for seven volumes and 12 volumes which aren't like crazy successes but i mean you know you've like this is your job that you've done this before what are you what are you doing (laughs) and you know it's bad when you when you read the jump plus comments 
And I mean, there's a lot of them that are like, oh my gosh, this is awesome because they do that for everything. But dude, yeah. 50% of them are like, holy shit, this is terrible. Which if you, you know, if, if the jump plus comment section is coming for you like that, that your series is, is horrible. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. This is the first time where I've seen, like, the Manga Plus Rotten Tomatoes audience score in the comments be, like, mm-hmm. below 50%. Yep. The, <laughs> of course, like, the there's, like, a couple people that are just like, this looks interesting, or, like, could this be <laughs> the new Naruto? There's always, like, at least one person uh-huh. in every, like, debut comment section is like, this could be the next Naruto. <laughs> like... <laughs> like it it can't it really can't but yeah most people are just like this is unreadable uh dialogue is bad and mm-hmm. yeah I, I agree yeah it's man it's just really horrible i saw that very first opening page i was like this is this is an omen this is not <laughs> this is not gonna be good is it <laughs> and yeah i had to stop it's just bad art just janky horrible dialogue and like all of the not to harp keep harping on this terrible series, but like every time you see a character like speaking or whatever, like it just feels. I know it's a manga, so it sounds stupid, but it just feels super stilted. Like everything, it, yeah. Somehow, you know, I can't explain it, but it's, somehow the it feels like it's moving at two FPS. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's the that's the vibe I get. This is like a, a PS one game. That's like the disc is skipping is how it feels whenever you read it. <laughs> It just does not flow at all. (laughs) Yeah, so don't... uh, Yeah, this is horrible. Yeah, don't check out Tokyo Underworld. Um, Our next one is Oni. Oni's a weird one. It is a... um, So this is a tie-in for a video game that just came out uh, from Suisha Mm. Games. So this is like, I guess the series is supposed to sort of be the prequel to it, which is kind of a cool idea. Um, But it's just a... It's basically about Momotaro. He's going to, and he doesn't really like want to kill the demons. Um, but so he has to go to like Onigashima to, you know, like slaughter these demons. And he goes there and like kills a bunch of families of demons and stuff. And then at the end, he uh, meets like this one like little kind of baby demon that, uh, or I guess that's actually in chapter two that like uh, is going to like fight back. Um, so this one was. It was all right. It's nothing like crazy, but it is a kind of cool like twist, I guess, on this sort of mush thing, right? Like he's supposed to be, he's kind of the bad guy of the story. So we're going to get like, you know, this like, why are you slaughtering all these demons? Like we're not doing anything to you kind of (laughs) deal. Um, The art is good. It's just, I, this is a weird one where there's like, there's too much shading. This art looks gray every time you look at a page. It's kind of unsettling um yeah this one was okay i was actually very excited for this game i think it looks really cool and every review that i've read is like the performance is just atrocious like it also moves at two frames per second in the game apparently (laughs) so yeah i I was gonna say i love these character designs the Mm -hmm. little like little demon dude looks pretty cool yeah and the screenshots of the game look great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've played Nino Kuni before on I like have. the Switch mm-hmm. or PlayStation. Yep. But he reminds me of the little like orange mascot mm-hmm. guy from that game. Yeah. And the graphics look kind of similar too, but mm-hmm. I guess, you know, performance can't really over like it, it's not gonna yeah. be a good game if you can't actually sit mm-hmm. through it. Yeah, and I've not but it looks cute. I mm-hmm. I want I want to root for this game because it looks good. Yeah. 
Well, I've not read the Switch reviews. I was just looking on Steam the other day, and all the Steam reviews were just atrocious. So maybe like the Switch one is more is better optimized, but that is usually uh, not the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually it's much worse. Yep. But yeah, the series was okay. I'll probably. I mean, it comes out I think weekly. I'll probably keep up with it for the for the time being. It's on chapter three now. Like it's it's good enough that I'll you know I'll keep checking it out since I'm in I'm in this early. Um, it's a quick read. It's, you know, it's, it's all right. If you want to see cute, uh, demon looking dudes, check it out. <laughs> yeah. If, if this game ever gets like marked down to 50% on the switch store, maybe mm-hmm. I'll give it a try. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely one that I would check out if it was like 12 or 15 bucks. Um, yep. the next series is beat and motion beat and motion. <sighs> so, okay. I think beat and motion <laughs> is one of these where they did like a contest and beat emotion one, and so it's getting run in Jump Plus, and I think it's also getting an anime. I what? Could, I could be wrong on that, but that is what I read on like. It was somewhere. I don't remember where I saw. I'm pretty sure it was beat emotion. Um, but like it's getting sort of like all in, all, all in one. Um. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. So, in. This is just from Wikipedia. Jump Plus launched an eight-part web series uh, on the show. Manga artists and their editors competed in a contest to win a grand prize winner, getting five million yen in cash, a chance to serialize their manga on Shonen Jump Plus with at least one volume being published, and an anime adaptation from Netflix. Wow. Beat Motion won the contest. Um, so yeah, we'll be. So this is basically like American Idol, but for manga. Yep. Yep. So that's uh, that's how Beat in Motion came to be, and then the series itself. Uh, it feels like something that won a contest is kind of the best way that I can I can put it. The art is the art flips between being just like totally amateurish and bad, like something you would read on the creators section of webtoons or in the creator <laughs> section of jump of the you know manga plus app. And also having like some panels that are kind of cool. Like there's this sort of, you know, the loud mouth uh, kind of mean girl in this that she has some like fun panels where she's like throwing up on him that look kind of funny or you know she's like getting really angry those panels are kind of funny but for the most part this one yeah. just looks pretty uh, pretty hideous and the the concept is pretty bad so it's basically this guy he wanted to be an animator and used to draw all the time so he was like watching like the girls like run at recess or something like that and just like drew one of them running and so all these people, all the kids, like, stole his notebook and, like, showed it to him. She was like, that's creepy. Don't draw me again or something like that. So he stops drawing and he joins a band, but his band doesn't go anywhere because they uh, suck, too. And so then he's, like, out getting drinks with some of his friends. And his friend is, like, talking about becoming a novelist. And this guy's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like, you know, you're not going to make it. Blah, blah, Like, being a just an absolute loser. Um, and then this girl sort of gets <laughs> mad at him and is like, you know, don't like shit on other people just cause you couldn't make it. So then he like, uh, decides to become an animator again and starts drawing and stuff and puts out like a little short animation clip that gets like a lot of buzz and his favorite, uh, like singer sees it and is like, do you want to do an anime music video for one of my songs? So then they meet up and it's this like girl that was like, it was the kind of the mean girl that told him not to like shit on other people. So that's where where this one goes and it's just the concept is super tired the main character is just the worst this dude sucks 
uh, the character designs are all bland as can be. This one, man, <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> I read this one as well, and mm-hmm. my like big takeaway for this <laughs> is that like, so he makes like one animation, and mm-hmm. it's just like a a butterfly flying around, which is I I mean I I never went to like animation school, obviously, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is the sort of thing somebody makes like as just like a study it for a class yeah this is like why is this going so viral he's got like record labels hitting him up now being like let's Mm -hmm. make let's work let's do some music videos like you 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 are not lyrical lemonade this is (laughs) this is just something that's gonna get like 20 likes on twitter Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to be a hater but at least i i I need to be able to buy into this story at least a little bit this Mm -hmm. is just somebody's like this is just like total fantasy yep and yeah i agree the dude is super mopey and obviously you go to the comments on manga plus and people are just like as as a loser myself i really relate (laughs) to this one yeah (laughs) yeah here here's like as a 30 year old still trying to break into his dream this is hard hitting and i love it oh man I just, I don't know, man. And it's just like from the, from the actual, like the kind of the cover image, I was like, oh, this is going to be like budget Oshinoko. And it's not even that. Dude. Yeah. This is just bad. It's just budget everything. This is horrible. Like I said, it, it reads like something that someone submitted for a contest. Like it, it's totally amateur is just the whole, the vibe I got from the whole thing. It reminds me, because, like, obviously, this one won a contest. It reminds me of, like, in in the Oscars. There's always, like, Oscar bait movies where it's like, oh, this is mm-hmm. a love letter to film. Like, the Spielberg movie that came out this year, The Fablemans. Like, mm-hmm. it got buzzed because you make a movie that's about, like, how awesome filmmaking is and how, like, filmmaking saved my life. Like, obviously, you know reviewers and the industry is gonna love that mm-hmm. and so for a contest you're like man anime and manga that's isn't it awesome like obviously you're just appealing to the critics at this point and that's how i feel like this one is it's just like total like bait for anyone that's in the industry mm-hmm. yeah it sucks yeah and i <laughs> I'm not even going to mention this person, but in the Wikipedia for this, there's the reception. It says this person felt the story like from, I guess, some publication said felt the story was relatable and hard hitting. I don't know what's hard hitting about this man. It's a dude. It's not hard hitting at all. It's actually the opposite. It's a guy who failed at his dream and then just like suddenly succeeds with like, it seems like very little effort. This was his first animation he did. This isn't hard hitting at all. <laughs> this is like, it's yeah, pure fantasy. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like in the first chapter, any sort of work that he does is reduced to a montage scene. And mm-hmm. maybe that would work in a movie or an anime, but montages don't work in comics. No, it just makes the pacing feel terrible. Exactly. Yeah. Like, take your time with this one you won an award you're being mm-hmm. this is being like you're getting a like you don't have any show. risk of getting axed <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i don't yeah this one uh do not recommend beat and uh beat in motion 
Okay. Uh, Stand for Salvation is the next series. Mm-hmm. This one I actually liked. Um, you know, I've always had a soft spot for like supernatural comedy series. This one reminds me a lot of like Witch Watch or if you've seen or read The Devil is a Part-Timer, this one very much reminds me of that one. Okay. But this one is like, so like the archangels from the Bible, like Michael and Raphael come back to earth to try to like drive out the demons but a lot of like popular visual k idols in in uh, japan are actual like demons but people don't know so they're like drawing their energy from people showing up to their like concerts and streaming their songs so basically the angels who people don't believe in are like totally underpowered compared to these like visual k stars who are like power level 500,000 compared to the angels power level 5. Mm-hmm. And so after getting like one-shotted by the most powerful visual k singer in Japan, uh the angel Michael who they call Mike like ends up being taken care of by a girl and her single mom who are both visual k fans and have like an actual like shrine to the singer set up in their house so the story is basically about like michael and the other like angels who keep falling from the sky in (laughs) rapid succession forming an idol group and trying to like get popular enough to fight back against the demons i read a couple chapters of it Mm -hmm. it's pretty funny i i actually i rocked with this one okay yeah, this sounds yeah, this sounds interesting enough. I would I would check this out. Yeah, it's a a kind of definitely, unique premise. Yeah, it, it definitely reminded me of like something Shinohara would come up with. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar character designs and you know, there's some action, but the comedy is the main focus this time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this one seems this one seems alright. Um next up we have Ghostbuster Osamu. Uh, I read this one. I'll be honest. I can't even like tell you necessarily what <laughs> this one was like about. It's just this girl has like a, a a ghost, I guess, like sort of haunting her. And so this other kind of random like quiet girl shows up to get rid of it. And she does like this one was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to explain it. This one was actually like pretty well done. Um this one that I would probably check out more chapters of. I didn't think it was like particularly great or anything like that, but this one felt this one felt pro, like in comparison to to Beat Emotion, yeah. some of the other ones. You know what I mean? Like just looking at the character designs, like mm-hmm. this person sort of knew what they were doing. It felt like, but yeah, it it's a pretty just kind of like run of the mill. Like it just seems like you know the girl you didn't expect is gonna you know come in here and exercise some demons, and she she does that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it looks this looks pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I would I would read this. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like a little more comedy than like action or whatever. Um but yeah, it has some some decent panels. There's a lot of fun panels of like her like fighting the the ghost sort of person um that are pretty funny. Uh but yeah, mm. this one's this one's all right. Worth worth checking out a chapter or two of, I feel like. Yeah. And uh next up is Skeleton Double. This one was like I'm not really sure whether I liked it or not. Mm -hmm. I read a couple chapters of this one. So the beginning of the story is like this guy's dad is walking home from work. Then suddenly he like gets lifted up into the sky and there's like a hole put in his chest. 
and yeah now he's dead (laughs) so this kid's like dad just like mysteriously died one day and then he gets this package in the mail with like a little capsule in it and he opens it up and suddenly he's just like he he passes out and wakes up in his bed Mm -hmm. and he has like a hand that looks like a claw and inside the box that he opened there's this talking skull and so this uh this guy has basically become what's called like a skeleton so he can turn invisible and now he's got like superpowers and so when he's in school the skeleton keeps telling him to do stuff like you know steal test answers or sneak into the locker room using his powers but he won't do it and that makes the skeleton kind of annoyed because he's like a Ryuk type character where he like wants mm-hmm. to see humans get into trouble. So he ends up kind of getting stuck in this situation where there are these like CIA type agents that are trying to steal the skull back from him. And they are also, I guess, like skeletons. So they have these powers where they can like change people's anatomy like they turn his arms into a pretzel and beat him up to steal the skull and um yeah it's it's kind of hard to follow at first but apparently Mm -hmm. the skull that he received in the mail is actually the person responsible for killing his dad but now this kid wants to work with the skull to like figure out why his dad died Mm -hmm. or why he's like wrapped up in this conspiracy so basically the first few chapters we see him like fight people using his skeleton powers which are kind of interesting he can like basically his skeleton can like change shapes or turn invisible or like alter his anatomy in certain ways Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting but at the same time i feel like there's not a lot of reason for me to like care about the characters because we really just jump into it super fast yeah, I was gonna say the premise doesn't sound that interesting, but this is very uh, Fujimoto core art. Like this feels like a, a a ripoff of like you know Chainsaw Man or Fire Punch in a lot of a lot of panels. Yeah, like it's hard to even <laughs> comprehend at times, mm-hmm. but it looks cool. It's done with enough like finesse that yeah. I kept reading for two more chapters. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, this this at least looks like someone that sort of knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, and and it's like creative too. That's mm-hmm. the good thing. Yep. Um, the next series, uh, Chainsaw Man Part Two. I don't think we covered this because I don't think it was out the last time. Uh, so we don't really need to spend a, a bunch of time on it because I feel like you know we've talked about Chainsaw Man in the past. But uh, yeah, it's uh, the second part of Chainsaw Man. Um, I actually I'm enjoying Part Two quite a bit more than than Part One even, which I I also love. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Would yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same one. boat. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and yep. I think this new protagonist being a, like, I first thought she was going to be a foil to Dingy, but honestly, she just feels like the female version of Dingy. Yep, mm-hmm. I, I love that we have these like more just idiot protagonists getting sucked into situations that are far beyond their own comprehension. Uh, even though the tone is really different from the first half, it's kind of the same concept of just people being used as like puppets by shadowy conspiracies and government organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, the next series is Jinryu Shoku, uh, Blight of Man. This one was also uh, pretty, pretty <laughs> bad, I thought. It's about like people can just have been just sort of like turning into zombies, basically. And it doesn't seem like anyone mm. sort of knows how. And there's this one, like, quiet kid um, 
and his best friend is this guy that can like see ghosts and the the guy that can see the ghosts he's sort of like outgoing or whatever but this quiet kid like his mom is pretty like verbally and physically abusive it seems like and she's an alcoholic and just has like you know real bad home life kind of deal well this kid doesn't show up to school for like five days so then the dude that can see ghosts goes to his house just to check on him and then it's turned out that like his mom has become one of these zombies and now they're trying to like capture this kid to like uh like come to the house or whatever sort of deal um and then it sort of like leaves chapter one on a cliffhanger and i did not care enough to actually like see the resolution <laughs> in chapter two um i actually like the the character design of this main character like this kid that can see ghosts i think he like looks kind of cool he's got like a bowl haircut with like blonde hair but has like uh yeah like black like undercut kind of deal sort of fun looking but man the zombie designs are hideous it's like budget junji ito stuff it's it's real edgy it's corny this is yeah no <laughs> desire to read this the second chapter of this one <laughs> <laughs> um so the next series is um the dark doctor dr ikaru which is actually really interesting because my only note on this series is it's budget junji ito i literally <laughs> use those three words exactly because just like flip through this this is also just a total ripoff of junji ito that involves zombies this is the same series <laughs> That's hilarious. Except this one's got a little bit more style to it. Mm -hmm. Like, he goes a little bit harder with the Junji Ito grotesquerie and, like, all of these, just, like, all, like a lot of gore, mm -hmm. um, mangled body horror. But at the same time, the art's, like, like, Junji Ito's art is good. And mm -hmm. even though this guy is, like, really emulating it, it's just not good. It reminds yeah, me bad. of, like, the worst of Assassination Classroom. Mm -hmm. It's got... The same sort of like facial shapes. Yep. And there's like a lot of fan service in it, but it doesn't even make any like it's not even really good. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this looks this looks trash. This looks super super edge lord too. It is. It's like Junji Ito stuff is scary and like just absolutely vile and crosses the line, but never really feels edge lord because mm -hmm. the tone of the comics that he does are usually like. They're usually like really calm and like drawn in this very like stoic, um, like almost just like ultra normal style, and then mm -hmm. it will occasionally like shock you with this like crazy illustration. Yeah, exactly. This, it just looks like every every panel is looking to just be like super dark and gross mm -hmm. and creepy. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, this is a Slipknot sweatshirt in manga form. <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah this is uh i don't know this is not yeah <laughs> won't be uh don't need to check that one out <laughs> um did you read uh me and my gangster neighbor yeah this one is not very original because this is i know we keep saying like budget but this is basically just like budget way of the house husband <laughs> but i kind of i actually liked this one so it's about like a kid that like spends a lot of time at home alone because his parents are always like at work or on joint business trips for some reason mm -hmm. they don't really explain it they don't really need to um but he's got this like really noisy upstairs neighbor who's in the yakuza and he accidentally like falls through the ceiling because <laughs> there was like a hole in the ceiling. And um, yeah, he just ends up like, even though he would usually kill somebody for discovering his identity, 
he finds out that he like really likes this kid and actually shares a lot of interest with him because even though he's in the yakuza he's super into like sanrio kawaii culture mm-hmm. he loves video games and so basically like he and this kid play like pokemon and super smash brothers together in this opening chapter except it's called basket monsters <laughs> and inferiors overthrowing their superiors smash flowers and there's some like cool little um parodies of smash and pokemon characters within this chapter there's a character named like jiggling puff and bread carby (laughs) that we get to see in action for a little bit and yeah it's like this is not very original there's like a million series out now doing the same thing Mm -hmm. but eh, i liked it i'd read more of this yeah, the character say, designs are cool. Yeah, this the humor is all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, just flipping through it. This is one I would. Yeah, I'd check this out. This seems okay. Um, yep. yeah, if, like if this was running in the Weekly Shonen Jump, like in Weekly Shonen Jump, I don't think I'd, you know, I feel too bad about it. This is, I could get down with this. Yeah, I'm rooting for it. Um, and then the final series is the Game Devil. Um, and the Game Devil is also uh pretty bad. The Game Devil, it's about this guy he's wanting to become a manga artist and he just he just can't quite hack it i think he's a he's a manga artist assistant too but uh kind of the big twist i guess is that there's this huge like video game uh called like the game devil or something like that that uh everyone lo- that seems like everyone in the world is playing um but his best friend created it and sort of used his like main character design um, and he keeps wanting, like, he's only making manga with this this main character that he designed, and it's always getting rejected because it looks like the, you know, the game devil main character because, you know, they, it is. Um, and then at the end, everyone sort of gets, like, sucked into the game devil world, uh, in, including him, but his his main character sort of avatar guy comes to protect him at the end of chapter one. Or, yeah. Um, yeah, this one is, it's not good. This art is just hideous. Um, the the first chapter like it kept almost keeping me interested and then just sort of like mm-hmm. continually like two pages later would just like completely dump on it like ah come on like let's let's end this and then it'd be like okay like i can kind of get in and just throws it in the garbage every time it's so it's so inconsistent it's just pretty pretty lame it does have some like weird panels with like pixel art which is yeah, the pixel art looks cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I think the whole manga should have been done in this style. Yeah, because he can't draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, so the pixel art stuff is kind of neat, but yeah, it's just it's not very it's not very good. And I mean, this has to be the worst name for a manga ever, right? The Game Devil. <laughs> the Come on, Game Devil. <laughs> it's that's pretty bad. Yeah. In in what world is a video game called the Game Devil gonna be this popular? Yeah, I. I don't know, man. This is yeah. It's this is pretty trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah this... even the comment section seems kind of mixed on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and this is one that like when it came out, I tried to read it because like the main the main image looks kind of kind of cool. It's like this pixel art big uh, game devil looking guy. Um, and so I was like, okay, let me check that out. And I got like maybe when I first started, I got like four or five pages. I was like, okay, I, I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, I think this guy needed to collaborate with like a 2d artist because he's mm-hmm. actually really good at pixel art. Like the pixel art looks sick, but yeah. I feel like it only calls attention to how like middling the mm-hmm. just flat artwork is. 
Yeah, the actual artwork. Once again, it just so many of these series, just at least the ones that I read, just feel like people that aren't actually like mangaka. Maybe there's just like different yeah. sort of art quality differences between like this and the Weekly Shonen Jump. But even something like Fabricant 100 that we complain about that has just terrible art looks like leagues better than this. I feel like like it still yeah, looks maybe, like someone I mean, knows what they're doing. Yeah, this is just. These guys may bad. not have assistance is probably, like, the thing. I doubt they're, yeah. like, paying. Like, obviously, like, unless it's something huge, like, Spy Family or Chainsaw mm-hmm. Man, they're probably not, like... Yeah. They're probably not paying these guys enough for them to hire help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he has, like, one assistant or something. Yeah, that's a good point. But, yeah, so that does it for all of our, our Jump Plus ones. Uh, Jude, how'd you feel about this, uh, this round of the Jump Plus series? <laughs> um... Not great. <laughs> I besides Chainsaw Man and Naruto, which were already like established, established series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see any hits in this no. little batch. At least the last time around, there were a couple newer mm-hmm. series that I thought were like solid. Like I really liked You and I Are Polar Opposites. That's actually yep. like one of my favorite mm-hmm. series running right now. And there's a couple others well. in that batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we did also look at just like some other series that we're interested in but most mm-hmm. of the ones we looked at were newer yeah and there were a couple like really good ones in that batch i mean even there really like, aren't any hokkaido gals was way more interesting than any of the stuff that we read this time <laughs> i i totally agree and like even like i like stand for salvation a mm-hmm. lot but i wasn't like crazy about it it wouldn't be my favorite mm-hmm. among like weekly shonen jump series so Hopefully they land on an interesting concept soon because Jump Plus is not really churning out any hits. Yeah, yeah, this is this is worse than the new uh, the Weekly Shonen Jump ones. I feel like you know Fabricant One Hundred yes. is trash. You know Ginka and Gluna. I would still take those series over most of what we read here. <laughs> those are at least yeah, just like you I know for, you kind of read yeah. them, forget about them, and go on. Most of these are just I mean feel almost offensive having to read. Yeah, for me, the only new ones that I'd personally read more of would be Stand for Salvation, Gangster Neighbor, and like maybe Skeleton Devil. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think of my batch, I would do obviously the Naruto ones. Oni, I would check out. I thought it was like cool enough. Yeah. And then maybe if you read the first chapter of Ghostbuster Osamu and you're like kind of feeling feeling the comedy, feeling the character designs, you know, or Jiangxi X, Jiangxi X, I would read. That one was cool. Yeah. 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 I would I would check out more chapters a bit. Don't know if I necessarily will, but, you know, I (laughs) maybe if I get around to it, I'll I'll read some more of it. Um, Yeah. Those are the ones that I would I would sort of recommend from this batch. Um, all right. Well, that'll do it for us uh, this week. Jude, do you have any uh, recommendations for us before we head out? Yeah, I'll keep it really quick, but like, check out the World Baseball Classic. I mm. usually like don't care about it, but I've been seeing a lot of like chatter on Twitter about, you know, how it's actually kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. And I watched a YouTube video on the channel, uh, Baseball Does Not Exist, okay. about how like the World Baseball Classic in Korea and Japan are actually like every time it comes on they're the biggest broadcast Mm -hmm. in the country's history the same (laughs) is the case in like venezuela uh, puerto rico like these are like world cup level games Mm -hmm. for them and i I watched some of these games and man the crowds in like miami are going nuts there are people like going across the border just like see these games oh that's awesome and yeah the the 
like the passion that you see from the players and like the post-game celebrations are like you would think these were like world series game seven games Mm -hmm. that's how crazy some of these players are going we saw edwin diaz like get a season ending injury going so crazy after the game yeah i was gonna say injured himself celebrating (laughs) yeah like man it's these are really hype games and i'm definitely gonna like make a point to tune in next time it happens well, isn't the the finals is coming up soon, right? Isn't it the yeah? Didn't the U.S. just move on semifinals, to the finals? Maybe? Yeah, semifinals. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, the, these games, like all the sort of quarterfinals games that have just happened this week, have been really hype. So mm-hmm. I can assume the semifinals will be really cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I saw something that was like in South Korea the game had like 60% of televisions were watching the the game or something like that. It was like something crazy. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, my recommendation, I'm just going to do, uh, I may have recommended this before, I don't know, but there's that Mario Kart 8, like the, the new DLC, like the booster pass thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, those new courses, there's some really cool ones in there. Some like returning favorites like Coconut Mall, uh, Mushroom Gorge from the, the Wii games that people like. And some of, the, yeah. some of the Mario Kart Tour ones are pretty, they're kind of confusing because the, the courses like change as you go. So it's like sort of hard to tell where you're supposed to go your first time through. But some of them look pretty cool, so I'd recommend, you know, if you have, like, that, the, like, next tier of Nintendo Switch Online, you just get it for free, or if not, I think it's, like, 25 bucks. If you're, you know, if you have Mario Kart 8 and you like playing it, I I recommend checking those out. There's some fun, uh, some fun courses. I, you know, I would rather have a new Mario Kart, but at the end of the day, like, I just want to play a lot of courses, and this one has, like, at the end of the pass, it's gonna have, like, 90-something courses, so... Damn, that's crazy yeah uh but yeah it's it's they're a lot of fun uh my recommendation is check check that out and yeah i guess i'll do another little one i i have recommended this one before but uh i've been playing more super mario 3d land from the 3ds uh that game rocks uh the 3ds eShop shuts down i think near the end of this month so if you have a 3ds and you don't feel comfortable stealing games uh buy your games digitally while you can because you literally will not be able to anymore and download your updates while you can because once again if you don't if you don't homebrew your device you will not be able to ever again so uh yeah get on get on that if you uh, are still rocking the 3ds but yeah, that'll do it for us uh, this week. No second episode again this week. Taking a little bit of a break from those second series, but we'll have the the new one coming up uh, pretty soon. I think we're going to start at the beginning of April, so just a couple more weeks. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, and uh, yeah, hit us with the rating on Spotify or Apple or wherever you uh, wherever you listen to us.